on this week's episode of My Dad the Chef, we have the dads on today. Big episode, Thanksgiving-themed episode, have the dads on today. Uh, we go over our dads, who they are, our Thanksgiving experiences between us and our dads, our dad's best cooking experience. If you haven't gotten the guest yet, it's going to be a big dad episode. Our food fact of the week this week, that'll be brought to us by LiveScience.com. Tales from the Grill, stirring the pot, and as always, we close. And yeah, let's get cooking. Hot off the grill, bitch. It's my dad, just chef, presented by Tina's Tots. They're Tots. Tina's Tots. I'm your host, Kyle, alongside Bill and our dads of chefs. We know what we're talking about. Billy, we got some very interesting guests on the episode today. Yes, we do. And for those of you who are unaware, our dads are chefs. And with this special Thanksgiving-themed episode, we have the dads on. So I will go first and introduce my dad, let him talk a little bit about himself as well. Uh, my dad is Big Bill. So... I am not actually a junior. We have different middle names. Made things very difficult and confusing sometimes, especially when we went on cruises and stuff. But nonetheless, uh, this is Big Bill. Big Bill, why don't you let everybody know a little bit about yourself? Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Bill Yamin. Uh, I am a culinary arts instructor at the Whittier Regional Technical High School for the last 26 years. Uh, I've uh, owned my own catering business. I've worked at several restaurants and local country clubs around the area. Also, uh, my family owned a restaurant for 30 years in Lawrence. Uh, so we have a pretty extensive background in family food uh, service over the years. So uh, thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Love to have you, obviously. Now, we're going to introduce the next dad who... I call a restaurant critic that works for free. It is, <laughs> it is Scott Flanagan, Scotty Flay. Dad, you want to introduce yourself? Say yeah. hi. Hi, good morning. Thanks, guys, for having me on. My name is Scott Flanagan. Um, I have been in the food service industry for approximately 40 years in several different aspects, from private schools to restaurants. Um, and I'm currently uh, working in a um, grocery store chain. Um, helping with all their food production, and um, I have also worked in health clubs, and so I've had a vast array of different experiences. And that's checking as a stuff. All right. So Thanksgiving just happened. So we'd like to get your guys' insight on your Thanksgiving experiences. Me and Billy talk enough about ourselves on here. Like, we like to think we know what we're talking about, but I mean, I don't know. That's up to you guys. So how was your guys' Thanksgiving what was your favorite dish from that Thanksgiving? If you change one thing about Thanksgiving in general, what would it be? Anyone can start. Uh, first of all, um, Thanksgiving was great this year because I cooked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we and my wife's family, we all like do a dish. And somehow I always get several dishes. You know, I have making the turkey, the gravy, the stuffing and things like that. So when I go to their house, um, we have to kind of take over doing because um, we're, um, I get my wife involved and we just very organized. We know how to organize that. The thing I would change, my favorite dish 
is obviously the stuffing. The several different types. My sister-in-law makes it with nuts, and 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 I'm just a traditional guy. Uh, but the one thing I would like to change about Thanksgiving is food waste. It's just so much waste, um, not only here but everywhere. So that's where these food pantries come in. I think it's great, and I think there should be like a leftover waste day and sort of instead of throwing it all out, take all those leftovers and just hand them out. Because um, from what I see and what I've done this year particularly, um, I've seen so much food that really just just gets thrown out for no reason at all. So that's what I would like to change about Thanksgiving. For the cause. We love for the cause. It. For the cause. We love to see it. Nice. Nice. That was an awesome answer. That was Thank awesome. You, it's, like, it's like you're a chef. Oh, can I stay? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> all right, Big Bill. Okay. Um, same thing. I, I got, uh, I, I was the one that had to cook this year also, Scott. So uh, the turkey was nice and moist. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'll leave it at that. Um, also stuffing, uh, again, is a key. I, I agree. Uh, it's it's a, a very uh, integral part of, of Thanksgiving is you got to have that good stuffing. Again, I made the stuffing. It was not from a box. I, I, I'll, I'll keep it at that. So stuffing, turkey, gravy, that, that, you know, that, that's a key part. Now, something I'd change, uh, I, I wouldn't mind uh, exchanging the turkey for a prime rib or a nice Ooh. roast beef uh, on occasion. Um, that's just me. It, it doesn't go over too well uh, with the traditionalists of, of Thanksgiving. But uh, I, I, that's one of the things I would, uh, I'd throw a curveball in there and, uh, and throw the prime rib on there instead of the turkey. But uh, yeah, same thing as you, uh, you, you we, I always make extra. So, uh, you know, we, there's always leftovers. And then, uh, we, so we, we make sure that everybody takes them and, and, uh, and uses them up too. So, uh, so there's not much waste, but there always is. There's so much food all the time, you know, whether it's desserts and, and uh, everybody brings something and, and next thing you know, the table's full and there's, there's a ton of food left. So uh, utilizing that's a great idea. What are you guys' thoughts on mac and cheese at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I hate mac and cheese. So. Well, first of all, we're not in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big part of um, the South. They, they, they have mac and cheese at everything. Yeah, I also, I also learned that. Side dish. I also learned that you'll find this interesting, too, is they put pasta in their chili. Okay. I find. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which I find very weird. I've never done it, but I've heard it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. It's almost like a chili mac. Yeah, like a yeah, chili yeah. con carne type thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. They just serve it on board ship. It was horrible. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about your guys' best cooking experience. So it could be literally anything that made you go, huh, I'm good at what I do. Didn't make that up right there. <laughs> good or bad or... Um... No, good. That's what <laughs> oh, it was. Good. This one's the good one. This is the good one. You'll know which one, which, is, which one's you the You want to go, Bill? Um, sure, I'll go first. Okay. So best one of my best cooking experiences when I was uh, uh, working over at one of the local country clubs, um, we did a promo for Converse. The sneaker at the time. I don't know if you guys would remember. I'm showing my age now, Scott. You know the uh, the sneaker company Converse had a used to be in Andover. Yes, I used yes. to watch them roll the rubber. So, um, so we did a big 
we did a big promo for them. Uh, and who walks in is uh, Larry Bird, Nate Archibald, and Dr. J. They walk in and, and they are doing their posters and, and the signings. And, and who do you think's on, uh, cooking on the line? That would be me. So there wasn't much pressure. But uh, they were fantastic. We, we did a tenderloin and, and uh, uh, some uh, Duchess potatoes. And, and those guys couldn't have been more accommodating. And it's, it's, they were taking pictures with us. And they came down and, and uh, they talked with us like, you know, like we were friends. Um, but the, they, they also commented on the food that was some of the best uh, that they've had. Dur during these uh, promotional events and uh, it just makes you feel good to know that those guys are are out there and uh, and uh, they, they're like regular guys they, it was it was a great experience I was probably I don't know 1920 at the time um, oh wow yeah and so Very I was I was impressionable a, yeah I was a youngster and uh, yeah you know it, to be at that level and and uh, with those types of people uh, makes you feel good you know, so uh, one of the most memorable ones cooking wise for me. Right. Um, well, I've got a, quite a few, but um, one was um, I'll just touch base quickly on two of them. One was at Merrimack College when I first started getting into the business and uh, the outlaws were playing at the um, um, at the ice rink. So we, we had to do the food for them. And the thing that struck me great was the contract that they read us the food was, you know, they were, they were having um, um, carb sirloin and, you know, oven roasted potatoes, just basic meat and potato guys, you know. But the contract read that, as we're reading down, the food must be served in a civilized manner. I'm like, well, I kind of didn't understand what they meant by uncivilized. <laughs> so I thought that was, that, that was good funny. So, so we cooked for the outlaws. But one day when I was at um, a local prep school, we were doing a lunch for the head of school and it was for like two or three people and it was like very quiet and, and you know, it was just tea sandwiches and salad and, you know, like I, I think we did a mac salad or a pasta salad and um, it was like, who is, who is she having lunch with? And it was for George Bush Sr., um, which I did not know at the time until right before we served it. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, this was obviously after he was out of office, but uh, no broccoli. They didn't have any broccoli. So I always thought that was funny that we didn't serve him any broccoli. So that's, that's two of my. He likes your steak, though, right? What's that? He likes your steak, though. Yeah, he didn't have steak. They just had sandwiches. So oh, just, it was a cold lunch. It was, it was kind of weird. Um, but those are my two. Besides, you know, I'm sure we, I'm sure we have many, many, many. Oh, many more. Steak. Yeah, many more. All good too, Scott. All good. <laughs> so, so I know you were just talking about no broccoli. Do is there a vegetable that neither of you like? I feel like vegetables are one of those things that you either like all of them or you like only like specific ones. Um, um, for being in the business as long as I have, I'm actually pretty uh, particular because <laughs> I can be. Um, but I, I I like broccoli, asparagus. I'm not a big you know this 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 carrots. I'm not a big carrot guy. That's probably my least favorite vegetable. Are you a Brussels sprouts guy? Yes, love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, roast. a big Brussels sprout guy too. Yep, we have uh, a bag in the fridge. We're going to roast some up. Yep. Well, uh, you can't have, I love it. Good, good yep. job there. Um, yep. Veggie wise, uh, for me, geez, I'm not too, I'm not too, uh, geez, I, I like them all. I don't know if there's one better or worse that I like to cook or not, but um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open on all, all veggies. 
Um, Robbie. Robbie. I like broccolini. I like Robbie. I like Brussels. I like uh, asparagus I too. Robbie. I just don't like the yeah. smell. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, squash and, and yep. uh, beans, carrots, uh, green beans. I, 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 uh, I, I like them. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy on that. that. That's, that's an easy one for me. How about, can I just jump in and throw you guys a curve? Seeing as we're following your script. What's the best <laughs> thing we've cooked for you? Oh, Over that's a very question. good question. I think we both uh, have the same answer, honestly. <laughs> I think, but I think there's a wrong answer here. So I'm going to be, I'm going to play it safe. How can it be a wrong answer? I, I just know there's going to be a wrong answer. Probably, probably chicken park. Okay. You hit that out of the park nine times out of ten. It's on that or your buffalo chicken. He makes the best buffalo chicken I've ever had. Oh, man. Okay. It's good. Yeah, it's probably. I knew, he was gonna, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, chicken park, <laughs> buffalo chicken. Yeah. play it safe. See, now for me, I, it's the same exact answer. My dad makes the best chicken parm there is. No offense oh, to you, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never have had the chicken parm, so I have nothing to compare it to. <laughs> I think his, for another dish, though, is I'm a big chicken marsala guy. So my, I thought you were going to say that. That's my my dad learned how to make chicken marsala. <laughs> I don't remember the first time I ever had chicken marsala. It probably honestly was his chicken marsala for the first time. But a big thing for me is I like the sauce a little more creamy than anything else and with a lot of mushrooms in it. And that's exactly how my dad makes it. That's a, that's a fun dish to make as well. We made that a lot at the, uh, at the school. At the yeah. School. Yeah. Lots of, that's lots of it. chicken palm, chicken masala. If, if, if I, if Billy was picking what to eat with those would be probably the two. Yeah. Now, now that I think of that. Yeah. I yeah. see what I'll say with the wrong answer. It's like, I thought I was going to say chicken palm and you'd be like, I made you something so much better than that. Like, you got, like that's it. You got bad taste, this and that. So, <laughs> glad I worked that. Glad I worked. Well, I, but my other problem is <clears throat> all my training with you. I thought you'd be better by now. I'm great. <laughs> they, they like to taste test rather than 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 uh, help us in yeah. the kitchen cook. I think. Scott. I think it'll be handy, man. Yep, you do. Yeah. You do. And what's 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 my what's my catchphrase when you're cooking? shit um, oh kyle flanagan oh my goodness always leave a clean kitchen no that's a given you can't well that's that's up to us too yeah you know, yeah they're sleeping we're cleaning you know that you know don't leave your post <laughs> don't leave your post yeah yeah <laughs> don't walk away stay where you are i learned that the hard way one time i'm not gonna get into it <laughs> at the house at the house I, I was making pizza it went very bad You see the headline? That dads give their dads are more prone to give their kids less healthy food. <laughs> it's not true, though. That's why we do it. Uh, I agree, Scott. I don't think that's true. So <laughs> when, when they were little, when, when Billy was little, we used to I used to puree broccoli and, and stick it in his uh, mac and cheese and stuff, and he wouldn't know the difference. So because nice. he would hate oh, he would hate to eat vegetables. One. So he'd get them whether he knew it or not. Give <laughs> <laughs> me to a quick story um, that when I was at one of the schools, it was a it was a K through nine, and these parents would come in my office and and say, "My son or daughter is not eating. You know, I mean, they they just won't eat vegetables, or they won't. <coughs> excuse me. What is, I said, well, what do they eat at home? Oh, chicken fingers, and they. So I mean, I can't transform them overnight. It's all in the beginning when they're young." 
So yep. you got to start them off right, having them try things and and not just chicken nuggets and you know peanut butter sandwiches. Yep. All right, Kylie, ready for the food fact of the week? Our food fact of the week this week is brought to you by LiveScience.com, written by Sarah G. Miller. Shout out, Sarah. The topic this week is the headline kind of explains itself. Now, I know you guys will have a take on this. That's why I picked it. It's all about dads and all about how they will cook and what they cook and what they cook for their kids, especially. And us being your kids, it's kind of lands in a great category here. So the topic is, yes, dads give kids less healthy food. And here's why. Now, it's a childhood memory that many people have. When mom isn't home for dinner, dads take charge. Now, they either order pizzas or throw some hot dogs on the grill, the microwave, which is, you know, abomination in itself, but whatever. That's just in the article. I didn't write it. My dad's a chef. I know. The, I think I know what I'm talking about. Either way, it's not a choice that moms approve. Now, a small study shows that dads really do make less healthy choices when feeding their kids, right? And it can take, it can take a toll on the mothers. A doctoral candidate in sociology, uh, author, and if I butcher the name, I'm sorry, Priya Fielding Singh at Stanford. Did I do good, Bill? Thank you. He nodded. In California said that she was not surprised by the fact that fathers in the study did less housework, including both food work and childcare than mothers. Indeed, national data has previously shown that an equal division of labor is common. But what was surprising in the new study is that dad's lack involvement in feeding the family like can really take a toll on moms. Basically just saying like dads are hurting moms because they just don't feed their kids right. So Quote, unquote, many dads are less invested in some of the healthy eating priorities that moms really hold dear. And that can lead to more work, more stress for moms, especially. Fielding Singh told Live Science this. And teens take note that these family dynamics, she added in a study published online in June, that they're in the study that interviewing 14 moms, 14 dads, 53 teens from more than 40 families in the San Francisco Bay Area and asked about family responsibilities when it came to family meals and all the families were in the middle class or upper class and included in the study family members agreed that dad's eating habits were less healthy than moms it wasn't just that the moms considered themselves healthier it's just the dad just didn't care and they just started eating like shit so that is our food fact of the week this week brought to you by lipscience.com written by sarah g miller shout out sarah um i strongly disagree <laughs> when was this from 1950 dads do everything these days free ads so, we love libscience.com so I, I i i think she needs to broaden her search a little bit um because dads are much more hands-on for the past 25 30 years than they have been ever for further context the article was written in 2017 <laughs> not 1950 oh, okay so I, I, I don't think that's, I, I don't agree, but I mean, I think dads care a lot more than they used to and are, are very involved in cooking. And, and now hear me out. Like I'm different. I'm not a chef. My dad is. So hypothetical, if I have kids and my wife's gone and they're hungry, it's like, all right, yeah, bet. I'll just spend 20 bucks on a pizza and order a pizza. Then that's seen that job's yep. job's done. That's just seen. It just seems a lot more. I think it's more like shitting on dads in a way that dads are taking the easy way out. Yeah. Rather than moms actually try, which again, you know, being me, I'm not a dad. I wouldn't know, but I can see you tend to take a very strong point to that, but 
Oh, big Bill, what are you thinking? Well, I, I, I agree with, with Scott. I, I think dads are way more hands-on now these days. Um, also, again, when I think we were growing up a long time ago, uh, yeah, I think dads were the hot dogs, the, you know, the, the easy, you know, easy go-to, uh, open the can and, and, and do that stuff type of thing. But I'll disagree with you, Kyle. You will you will go out and buy a pizza for the kids, but you also <laughs> might you you also might buy a salad too. You also might throw some veggies Correct. on that pizza. Correct. Which is the, that's where the, you guys and us differ a little bit. You know, uh, I I think you guys are more. I don't want to say millennials or you know whatever your generation is, but you're more health conscious than we were, which no no doubt about. But that that's how it is these days. But you, you you instead of buying those large chicken fingers and fries, you might buy the pizza with the veggies and a side salad for your kids rather than us us doing the fries, pizza, dogs, stuff like that. Um, that's that's how I see it. Um, but if you, I think if you notice, especially if you go to the market these days, you see a lot more dads. Right. A lot more dads. And you, you, but the, 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 uh, the veggies and everything's already is, is more available. You go down the veggie aisle in the market and you, you could see 50 different types of, you know, veggies 10, you know, 30 years ago, you'd only see carrots, potatoes, onions, broccoli. Now you go down and there's, there's all different uh, types of veggies from all around the world. You know, there's, there's, so the, the variety is, is, is much more abundant now than it was you know 20 30 years ago you know so and i i think scott you you can working in the business you 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 would know you've probably seen those changes over the years as Absolutely. far as what's available you know you so. get it all like pre-snipped green beans yeah. you know, all in the bag you just throw the bag in the microwave it takes yeah. five minutes you're done yeah so, all that stuff so it's so, much easier to do that now so that's the easy part of it and again i'm not a big microwave guy but it, it does have its good uses but, yep. um, you know, that's what makes it a lot easier before you went down the aisle. And you, like I said, you, 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 you know, the fathers weren't peeling carrots and cutting them and simmering them and sauteing them. And, right. and now you like, like Scott just said, there's a, there's a bag, you put it in the microwave for five minutes and you open it up and it's done, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so that's why I think the, the difference that there's a lot of changes in food, uh, you know, as far as health wise goes. You know, just just alone, they have a health aisle alone, <laughs> just for right. all that stuff. You know, so so I think that might be the a big difference too, as far as what what the uh, the difference is between now and then health wise. So I just had this thought, and you said microwave. I don't know why it made me think of it, but I just did. So I watch a lot of Bi Rescue. My dad hates Bi Rescue. He hates kitchen nightmares. It's funny, but a big thing that gets Gordon Ramsay or like John Taffer going is when somebody microwaves something in the kitchen. See, that... Oh, with meat, especially. Yeah, meat. no, yeah, that, like, oh, that turned me off of microwaving in general. Like, if I'm heating yeah. something up, I'm just going to throw it on a pan and throw it on the throw it on the stove for, like, 10 minutes. Like, that's it. But... It all depends what it is. And yeah, so, like... Know, it's also a time issue as well. Well, it's popcorn. That's a whole different story. Yeah. But, Which is um, not really very good for you. Big veggie health pod today. Yeah. So, <laughs> my question to you guys... What like do you would you rather microwave leftovers or would you rather heat them up on like a pan? Oh no, definitely in, in a pan or in the oven. It's just there's proper ways to reheat food, yeah. and there's also proper cooking temperatures you're supposed to follow even at home, not just in in kitchens 
you know, institutional or, or restaurants. Well, I'm thinking of like the radiation aspect of the microwave, where it's like it's like electric heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just radiating on your stomach. I feel like that ruins it. Uh, just me. No, it overcooks things because it cooks it from the inside out. It just it's just it's it's just meant to warm or keep things hot. Yeah. But when you're re reheating something, you're supposed to reheat it to proper temperature. Yeah. You know, yep. The the only thing I like microwaves for is is a quick defrost. Yep. Um, you know, um, maybe a, a, a if I'm doing a, a soup, I'm reheating a soup. It, anything liquid, but like like Scott said, it just dries it out. It, it cooks yeah. from the inside out. It's it's not a. Yeah, I, I never cook. I would never recommend anybody cooking in a microwave like a, a right. meal. Yeah, it just doesn't. That doesn't work for me. Even when I teach my kids don't don't cook in the microwave. It's not it's not a great tool to cook with you know to reheat and eh, maybe if, if certain items or to defrost certain items eh, yeah but uh, not to cook with no no they also can be dangerous mm -hmm. so they can right if you don't know what you're doing right. your face you never stick yeah. your face and it's like i tell you, you never stick your face in an oven when you open the door yeah. you never stick your face in a microwave when you open the door no. so safety always comes in play what do you always what do you always say do you want? Safety want? takes no holiday. Safety takes no holiday. And now it's time for another edition of Tales from the Grill. Oh my god, is that the best you can come up with? Jeez, it, it has it has something. I just don't remember when we did it. Oh, is it, it oh it's the uh, biscuit belly one. And now it's time for another edition of Tales from the Grill, where we tell stories about bad restaurant experiences our dads had. Except this time, our dads are here to tell the story. <laughs> so as Kyle so eloquently just put the introduction of this segment, uh, we would like to give you guys the floor to tell us about a bad restaurant experience or kitchen experience, whichever one you want to choose for uh, yourselves. So, uh, Bigville, let's go first with you. All right. Uh, I, I, she said, "There's, there's a few. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, there's a few. You know, uh, unfortunately, my when we go out to dinner, my wife always says, if the meal's gonna go bad, I'll get the bad meal. It, it doesn't matter. There could be twenty of us." I'll get the one with the, with the issue. Um, it's, it's, that's just how it works, you know? Uh, but I, I, I won't name names. So we were out in Newburyport, uh, one, one evening, uh, downtown and, uh, we were at a certain restaurant and meal was going good. Drinks were cold and the service was okay. And, and, uh, so I, I got my, my tenderloin and, and my, uh, it was cooked perfect. As I was uh, finishing, I, I, geez, I felt something in my mouth and it was about a eight to 10 inch long black hair um, that was literally down halfway down my throat. And I literally pulled it out like a piece of spaghetti. And it, again, and I held it out and I said to the waitress, uh, I didn't order this. And um, so I put it back in the plate. This is classic. So I put it back in the plate. I probably was halfway done my meal and I expected another meal. So literally came back three to four minutes later 
with the plate with the same piece of meat looked like she just took a fork and slid everything back on the on a different clean plate uh and uh yeah it was it was uh, it was a very unpleasant experience uh which which we were charged for and uh we uh we needless to say we we haven't been back since um but that's one of several bad uh experiences uh i don't know if i can do another one if i can, can do, do another, all right we, we, again an, another local pizza place I, I won't mention any names very very <laughs> prominent pizza place um <laughs> I know this story. That's, that's so I went and I got I got a box of pizza and, and I was standing in line and, and the the gentleman waiting on me took his hand and went underneath his shirt and scratched his armpit, <laughs> open hand, no glove, and proceeded to put my pizza in the oven. So I had already paid at that time and I said uh, I said excuse me I I want my money back and he said why I said you just took your hand and scratched your armpit and put my pizza in the oven. And he said, no, I'm clean. <laughs> I said, look, two things are going to happen right now. Either I'm going to climb over the counter and take my money, or uh, I'm going to climb over the counter and take care of you. He said, you won't. I literally get up on the counter, started to climb over, and he did hand me my $20 back. And I, did, <laughs> I did go down to, uh, to the next pizza place and get my pizza, but just a couple of classic, classic, you know, uh, I could, I shook my head. I, I didn't believe it at first. I, he literally took his hand, went under his shirt, scratched his armpit and put my pizza in the oven. Uh, yeah. On, on a summer day, mind you too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, classic stuff, but it, it, that's just a couple of that stand out, but there's been, there's been several. It's uh, I'm it's sure like you walking, have a few too, Scott, you know, walking into a pizza place and they're all wearing tank tops. So like, seriously. Yeah. 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 Tank tops and <laughs> My, one of mine uh, just happened actually recently about uh, three, four weeks ago. I was out with some guys I used to work with at a, at a steakhouse. It was busy Friday night, just, you know, jammed, you know, people waiting, you know, 20 deep. And we got in there and we actually got a table fairly quickly. And we're eating our steaks and we're talking and we're laughing. I went to the restroom. I washed my hands. I walked it out. And they, you know, they have poster signs in there, a little piece of plastic in it. Right in the middle of that is a giant cockroach. Ooh. So I'm like, wow, that's just, just ruined, just ruined my appetite and everything. Just like, but right in the middle of the sign of the, of the, of the print in the, between the plastic and the print, a big cockroach. So instead of making a big scene, I went over to the manager and I said, you know, you might want to take a look at the sign. The, 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 the uh, poster in the, in the men's room there. He goes, why, what's the matter? I said, I'm, I would just go do that. Being a manager that I've had to deal with, you know, things, uh, that's your job. But the, my, one of my favorite stories of, of, and this is kind of like, I don't know if it's going to fit, but we were at a local restaurant on, a, on a, like a Tuesday afternoon, like the early 80s. And we had just had lunch. We were just paying. We were walking out. And as I was going out the door, my buddy was behind me and the sprinkler system went off <laughs> and it hit him right in the face. And I don't know if you've ever seen a sprinkler system go off. That water's not clean. And it just, oh my God. You know, so we just finished paying. We would have got away without paying. <laughs> but for no reason at all, it just, something must have happened. Um, 
But one of the, my, my favorite story was at a local college and we were having a big luncheon and we had all the, all the plates set up. It was a plated luncheon for like 60 people. And this girl was cooking bacon in a broiler. I said, you're not supposed to cook bacon in a broiler, you know? She goes, oh, I got it, I got it. I said, stay with it, do not leave it. Two seconds later, I turn around, she pulls the tray out, flame shooting up, hits the Ansel system. The Ansel system goes off all over our pre-made meals. And it, oh my God, it was a harsh fire alarms. And oh my God, that was a nightmare. But I don't know if you've ever seen one or had the unfortunate one time in my experience. That's it. Yeah, that was the only time I've seen it. And it's, it's not a pretty sight. Oh, it's it's you, you. How long were you shut down for? That's the question to clean. Yeah, it. I, I don't think it was that long. It, I, yeah. I think we got a crazy cleaned up uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, but man, crazy. what a mess! Because they got to reset it and then yeah. and oh, scary though. Big flames. <laughs> and that is this week's edition of Tales. <laughs> From the grill. And now it is time for the only reoccurring segment on this podcast. One I think both of you will really enjoy, and that is Stir in the Pot. Stir in the Pot where we talk about controversial food topics because we can. Now, this one necessarily isn't a controversial food topic. To Kyle and I, it's controversial. Maybe to us. Yeah, yeah to Kyle and I, it's probably controversial because this really is going to determine like how, how big our egos are going forward. Who do you think is the better chef between Kyle and myself? <laughs> and you do not have to pick your own child out of bias. And we strongly emphasize you don't have to pick your own kid. And if you need us to, if you need us to, to do any arguments for you or anything, you know, please, please ask. But how I, would, how would, how would we judge that? I, it's impossible. I have pictures. Yeah. I have pictures. I sent you a picture of my bread before. Well, it, it, is it, is it through, through a whole life or is it, is it just now? <laughs> However you want to perceive it. All right. Well, Flans, you got to show me some pictures. I, I, you know. Give me one minute. Well, I've seen him burn quite a few things. Well, it's you know, I've seen Billy make a mess. You yeah, know, yeah. I, you know, uh, I don't know about cooking, you know. This was the pie I made uh, last weekend. Okay. Let me see. I know it, it, it says Kyle on it. If you yeah, want. I can see that. I can oh, see. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure people knew it was my pie. I showed you this. I'll, I'll, I'll counter with my bread I made the other day, Scotty. Oh, that looks good. I'll yeah. give you a cross section. I have a cross section. Of it. it looks all right. But... Yeah, it looks nice and eerie and crusty. Yep. Is that from scratch? Yeah. It is from scratch. Yeah. Yes. It is. He did call and, and uh, ask a few questions. Yeah. No cheating in bacon, right? Yeah. No. No cheating. No. Yeah, you know, uh, but uh, I know, Kyle, you, you've had, uh, you, you've been over a few times and, and, and you've, you've had the four, uh, You've been down in the Whittier Tech kitchen, you know, so, uh, you know, I've seen, I know you've seen Billy eating a lot. I don't know about cooking a lot, but, uh, you know, uh, so. I don't have any more pictures. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I can answer that question. I, I, I got you right here. I have a jalapeno popper chicken breast with sauteed mushrooms, spinach, and water chestnuts. You see that? Yep. That look good? Yep. Looks great. Okay, that lo- I would eat. Looks like something I would eat. Yeah, yeah. Jalapenos yeah. up top. I do some. Yeah, I'm a big jalapeno guy. I like spice. Pepper on there. Do some red pepper on the 
mushrooms and the spinach too. That was like the kicker for me. All right. And I always, I'm a big water chestnuts guy. So. Do, I, do you want to see my buffalo chicken dip? I got buffalo chicken dip. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Well, the only way we could really judge yeah, we, we, is to taste. That's right. Yeah. That's my, that's my nice. buffalo chicken dip. Nice. You know, like I said, I can't. Uh, this is Kyle's chicken. Yeah, I see the chicken. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could answer that question. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. I know Billy makes a mean bowl of cereal. You know that uh, I do. Yeah. I made one before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I've always, you know, like taught Kyle is, you know, don't leave your post. Stay with your stuff. Don't keep it on high. You know, bring it up to temp. Things like that. And it's just, it just, it's, it's experience. It's just yeah. you yeah. learn from your mistakes. You know. Yeah. And, and, this is a scampi I made with broccoli. Very nice. Still going. You're still trying still to going. Prove yourself. Still going, <laughs> Billy. Oh, here you go. Yeah, that looks good. My um, dad's a chef. <laughs> same thing with Billy. I tell him, you know, be creative, try new things. Um, you know, the 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 um, food is there's so much to learn and and to taste and to, you know, don't be afraid. You know, you, you you're not going to know if you like it unless you taste it. You know, so be creative. That's what yeah, I. That's how you come up with different recipes. Yeah. Half the rest, half of the good recipes in the world were mistakes, and yeah. it is you know, mm -hmm. that's what that's what happens. You come up with new recipes that way. Now, the, the the premise of stirring the pot is if you had to pick one, pick one what between me or Billy. Well, like 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 Bill said, how can we do that? We haven't tasted your food. That's how you judge ninety percent. I don't know. I mean, you guys are you guys are chefs. I feel like you just look at a picture and go, "Ha, huh, that looks really good." No, I mean his bread and his dip look good, but your dishes yeah. look good as well. Yeah, I, you. I think you're both pretty good. My dishes look better. Oh, thank you so much. I did. I, not I, I think that they've both learned over the years that you and I can feel comfortable enough, Scott, to let them go out on their own and they know, know that they won't stop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, he'll send me pictures as he's cooking, you know, as, as a different yeah. stages, you know, and yeah. that's good. That's, that's yeah. And I'm sure you'll get the occasional phone call. Uh, yeah. What about this? How do I do that? You know, uh, how much do I need? What temperature do I cook it at? You know, I get those, I get those a lot. So oh, that's mainly when I'm at the market. I don't know yeah. what marinade to get. Yeah. You know, so we, that's what I, I guess that's what, we, you know, once they're gone, that's what we have to do to, to uh, keep in touch with them a lot. Right. <laughs> answer out, answer their phone calls and, and uh, you know, answer the questions, you know, so. You know, and we also get that from like my sister-in-law's. Oh call. yeah. How long, how long do I cook it? I say, and I'm be, me being the wise guy, I say, till it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Until it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We said, do. And my daughter is the same too. See She'll. She'll say, uh, you know, uh, I'm having people over. What do I do? How much do I need? You know, yeah. uh, you know, so, but uh, at any time, my, my phone is always available for the kids, yeah. you know, so, yeah. So if you had to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I pick you both. I mean, I yeah, think I'm, I'm, I'm going both. Go, guys, due, due to the inexperience. <laughs> Like guys, you know, I mean, guys cook a lot more now. You guys are living on your own. You're, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, you, you got to learn. So it's really, there's really no one. Yeah. I don't know if I could answer that question. Yeah. yeah. Until I have proof. Right. <laughs> See how well you do chicken farm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I would. Or masala. Yes. Yeah. Or masala. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we did show them a lot of pictures. Now, Billy, do you want to tell our listeners where they could find those pictures inevitably? Sure. So you can find us on social media at my dad's a chef pod on Instagram and Twitter. Scotty and Bill, I don't know if you guys have anything you want to plug or promote, but typically with our guests, we give them the time at the end of the episode to do so. Well, I usually would plug my, you know, I do catering on the side, but uh, shout out SNS catering. Yeah, SNS catering. But uh, I'm too tired. Yeah. I don't want to take on any jobs right now. <laughs> it, it, I'll be honest. It's just. Uh, so Scotty's very available if you need him. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just. Uh, no, I, I just think it's, it's, I think it's great you guys are learning. I think it's great you're doing this, doing your show. And I appreciate spending time with Bill. And um, I think you guys should uh, continue to cook and let us try it. And then we can judge. That's right. Then we can go on our next segment on the show and, and then we can really figure it out. So, uh, but yeah, I just like to thank you guys. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the time. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully you can have us back again and uh, we, can, we can figure out uh, the last segment uh, on, uh, on, on who's the better chef. You right. know, they should have something for us to taste, right? That's right. Maybe a little visual will be good, too, for, the, yep. for, for everybody to see, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch or dinner. I, I, I'm up front of them. So, yep. uh, you know. During the pandemic, I was doing um, cooking right from my kitchen. And I was doing it for the kids at the school. Um, I think you guys should try doing something like that. Maybe live cooking on uh, on the podcast here. Yeah, Kyle would, I, and I, I would pre-make it and Kyle would slide it in. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> time, here's my pita bread pizza. It yep. was all stuff yep. for kids to make. Mm-hmm. But um, you I'm guys here. should do a little cooking. Thing. I'm here in live show, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, pay, we'll, we'll sell we, tickets to it. Time we'll delay, it. Kyle, in case you guys burn something. Right. <laughs> we'll have a side dish ready spot for them. <laughs> the magic of time. Okay. The magic of time. Magic of television. That's right. That's right. All right. And at the end of every episode, uh, we end it the same where we always want our guests to eat. So Kyle, give the people their dessert. All right, people. Again, we'd like to thank you for listening this week. It was fun. Did you guys have fun? We did. And guess it, what? No foul language. That's right. Uh, some. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. <laughs> but again, thank you all for listening. We appreciate y'all as always. Uh, please like, rate, share the pod with whoever you may want to share it with. We're hungry. We know you're hungry. We all got to eat. So let's eat. Thank you all for listening again. And as a disclaimer, our dads are chefs. We know what we're talking about. Thank you, guys.